So did I tell you I was like talking to like this guy over the summer who's um, Manny's roommate and his best friend? Mm-hmm. Okay, so he and I were like talking. So we had this like cute like flirty banter. So I asked him if he would come on the podcast because he's an entrepreneur. And he said, sure. But I'm not inviting him to talk about being an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. I'm going to blindside him into a date. I'm going to invite oh my him God, over. <laughs> and it's just going to be part two of what we did last season. Oh my God, I'm so into it. I love this idea. So Originally, I, Grace is going to bleep it out because she's not going to allow it. But I really wanted to say this is a blindsided, non <laughs> date. But Grace is like, you can't say it's non <laughs> yeah that's not gonna work i'm like damn it all the guys get to like go through life with no consent. and the one time i get the privilege you're okay, like thanks. i'm taking back the night <laughs> beep, beep. i just called to say remember when i just called to say thank you for that time i just called to say yeah so he's gonna walk through the door i'm gonna have like a cute like little set seems like the mics are gonna be out there's like a little charcuterie some wine i'm gonna like really lure him in like cheers to you being an entrepreneur (laughs) but also this is a date because technically he and i have hung out but it was not a date okay that's fine yeah pandemic world is like weird Wait, we were, what like, are the t- date questions that you asked? I need your help because it's like he and I, like, we were like texting a bunch during like the top of quarantine, like, you know, over the spring and summer. And I feel mm-hmm. like that's like a really great way to get to know someone. And then he moved to the city. And then when he moved to the city, I went over to his place and we hung out and it was mm-hmm. nice, but it wasn't a date. It was just like okay. us hanging out. And yeah, it was a hang. Yeah, it was a hang. And there was like a lot of like flirty. And then there was like, another hang afterwards but okay. it's never just like really been a date so I probably sound super thirsty to the audience which you know I'm gonna I'm gonna do the date I'm gonna I'm gonna plan the date that's beautiful I think I feel like he's also in my mind I'm just trying to like make myself feel better I feel like maybe he's trying to like be like respectful to like my social distance standards like he's like you know what yeah I'm not gonna take you out and put you at risk so that's why I'm, I order in for us I'm like okay cute I think that's like the biggest it's just so hard right now with dating where it's like, you don't really know what someone else is comfortable with. So I like that you're just taking it into your own hands. You're going to have a date. But like, I hope he's not like weird. Like, I don't know. No, he won't okay, he won't be weird. Okay. But I'm just like, what do you talk about on like a second or third date? date you know, Megan, I'm years out. I'm years out. And I wasn't good to begin with, but I ah! think people ask how many siblings I've heard that's a common question. Wait, actually what you could do is, so I, there's this New York Times article called the 36 questions that lead to love. You could just start asking him them. Ooh. They're like easy. They're like, what would you save in your house if it was burning? <laughs> you know, easy. I'm like, that's, that's, a, that's actually a stressful question to me. Yeah, I said that and I was like, wait a second. Would you like to be famous and in what way? Oh, hell yeah, that's a great. Okay, yeah, definitely. Yeah, easy right there. When did you last sing to yourself today? <laughs> Do you have a secret hunch about how you will die? Yes, I do. <laughs> Please share. Uh, honestly, it's just like in my bed dramatically with my grandchildren all around me, like loving me. Oh my gosh, so kind of like Titanic. 
Yes, exactly. Oh my God, beautiful. That's what I would want to go out. To you. But, but I don't really think about how I'm going to die. I think about more so what my funeral is going to be like. You know, classic oh, okay. me in an event, a yeah. party. So, you know, I'm like, that shit needs to be lit. It's an event centered around me. So I think about it a lot. Oh my gosh. You get one guess. What Bravo celebrity would chew this question apart? Would just love to have this question on a date. About death? Yeah. Okay. I think I have mine. Do you have yours? What? Yeah. I I think um Karen Huger. <laughs> I wanted you would to say be Stassi. Like, I thought Stassi, but I didn't actually count anymore. So I eliminated her. Stassi would love this question. I mean Stassi's all about death, her proposal at a graveyard. I know. I okay, I thought Stassi, but I didn't know if she counted because in a technicality. Um, oh yeah, you're right, because she's kind of like canceled. But she's like, you know. Yeah, I didn't know, but then I thought I would like to hear Karen Huger answer this question because I think what's funny about Karen is that she just has to have an answer for everything as though she has it all figured out, even though she has nothing figured out. And I just the grand dame. The grand dame. Well, Ray would be there. Oh my gosh, I love it. Oh my gosh, let's see. What's some other good ones in here? I wish I had someone with <laughs> whom I could share. Pizza in bed with. Ooh. Yes. Like, that's when I know I've, like, really found a sweet spot with someone. Like, when I'm comfortable enough to eat in bed with you. Because I love eating in bed. But people who eat in bed get judged really harshly. Because we're leaving crumbs everywhere. And I get it. You are speaking words to my heart of hearts. I think people that do not eat in bed are psychopaths. Because they have never had <laughs> the true joy. The truest joy a person can have. It's a delicious snack. Like, there's a reason why people like breakfast in bed. Like, hence the bed. The bed is the main part. I eat my after work snack in bed. I call it lay down time. And here's the thing eating in bed doesn't need to be like a fancy thing. It's not like how you see in the movies where it's like a little tray set up. No, you gotta like really get in there. Like, this is the one time I want to see like bad posture. (laughs) Like, just like. Yes. In your happy pace, like food coming down the arm. Oh, just... So amazing. Also, this makes me think about like what kind of food is acceptable to eat on a date? Because when I was younger, I'd be like, there were certain foods in my mind. I'm like, oh, I would never eat that on a date because you can't oh, look yeah. cute while eating chicken wings. Like, there's no cute way to eat a chicken wing. I was actually just talking about this with friends and they were just like, making a list of like um, unsexy foods. Yes, unsexy and, like, foods. The unsexy foods that you like, but like you would never order in front of people you're trying to impress. You said like cottage cheese was like an all around unsexy food, egg salad, any kind of like mayonnaise salad is just. Mm. But what about chicken salad? Because I love a good chicken salad. We did not have shower food. Fine. Okay. Oh, I love egg salad. I love those little sandwiches. <laughs> I can eat probably 75 of them. I, I think anything that you can cut into into bites and then eat so like a chicken breast in a salad perfect like little like things that become bites I went on a date one time that was um in Charleston with my ex it was called sushi con amazing concept sushi con is this bus that they have renovated into a restaurant and it's got a running table down the aisle and how fun so cool and they serve you a three-course sushi meal and in between each of those courses you go to three different breweries. So you're, you're brewery happening 
And once you get back oh from God. the brewery, you get on the bus oh, and you have your next course on the way to the place. So it was an amazing date. And me and my ex, we are both, we were leftover people. Like we just love eating leftovers. Like yeah. guys, I, I love a good leftover. No one loves leftover French fries. I do. I would put those things in the toaster oven, season them up, and they are fresh as good. They're they're good. I love leftovers. She loves a leftover. So we're getting, all the, we're getting all these courses, getting all this beer. And we're like, oh my god, we have all this leftover sushi and fish. And we asked the bus driver, we're like, hey, do you have any to-go boxes we can take our stuff? And he's like, no, we don't. And he's like, and I honestly, I don't think you want to take this to-go sushi fish dinner. He was like, literally, he was like, and a lot of like languages, he was like fish translates as like poison he was like because it's like not supposed to be good the next day he's He's like like, this is rotting and you're like give it to me (laughs) i'll take it i'm like we paid our 75 dollars a person give us so we're gonna take the sushi thank you remember when i just Thank you for that time. What had happened was really. My name is Megan Pugh, and I am here with Brandon Brooks. Brandon, do you want to introduce yourself to the people and tell them how you know me? Okay. Like she said, my name is Brandon Brooks, and that is all I need for an introduction. <laughs> I'm just kidding. What? No, I met. Come Megan. on. I met Megan. In like what, 2014, 15, oh, 14, 13? For us? Are you already singing? For, are you already like serenading me? <laughs> 2013, right? At yeah, Kudu. Sounds about right. Oh my God, at Kudu. So it was like 2000, I graduated in 2014. So it was like 2015, maybe. 2015, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, at Kudu. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And we did one, two shows together in Charleston, right? Yes. Um, Ain't misbehaving, misbehaving and a and chorus line. Chorus line, right? Which we have mentioned on this podcast before. A chorus line. Me and Manny have talked about, and Klein have talked about the shit show, and Grace. We've talked about the. It was a shit show, but it was also like a growing process, I think, for all of us and our musical theater performance and you know, careers. Yeah, it was completely opposite for me. I didn't really care about the show to be honest. It was fun though. It was fun to hang out and play. Um, but yeah, so I am a drummer and uh, traditionally jazz musician, also study classical percussion, um, and I have a startup as well, and also work for a startup, so pretty pretty busy. So on this show, we love to talk about reality TV. Mm-hmm. You, you, I think you're pretty sure that I love like reality. Do you know how much I love reality TV? 100%. Okay, yeah. I can compare everything back to reality TV. Every moment can compare back to any reality TV moment. True or false, mm-hmm. you have actually auditioned for a reality TV show. Yeah, very true, very true. It was uh, MTV's Are You The One? And to be fair, I actually did not audition. I submitted my information to this like casting company like probably like a year and a half before I got the call. Randomly got a call from MTV's casting team saying, hey, we want you to come in we want you to have, hop on a Skype interview with our casting director for MTV's Are You The One? And I'm like, this is, this is a fraud. It's a, it's a scam, obviously. It's a scam. What was the number that they called? It was like a 1877 number that showed up? I can show you. I have that voicemail still saved. <laughs> yes! Um, I called him back. Play it. You have to play that for us. It, okay. Um, made it past two interviews, and they were like, all right, cool. So filming starts like next week, basically. Can you make it? I was like, yeah, I can make it. 
and then they started asking me questions like, okay. Where were they filming? They were filming in, I think this was in LA, back in 2017. Oh my God, okay. I, st I still have the voice film, which is pretty funny. <laughs> Please um, play it, play it. Is that legal? It's totally know. legal, because you are not. You were never on the show. April 28th, 2017. Almost Stop. exactly. Almost a year. Four years ago. 2017. <laughs> almost a year, <laughs> almost four years. Girl, yeah, look, put, nah. that, put that wine down. <laughs> Uh, That's why right, I'm an cool. artist and a podcast host. No one said anything about math and numbers and archaeology. And... Hey, Brandon. My name is Chase, and I'm a casting producer with the show Are You the One on MTV. I got your casting submission, and I wanted to talk to you about the next steps in the casting process and uh, tell you more about the show. Call me as soon as you can. At... Talk to you soon. <laughs> Did you know that I auditioned for this past season of The Bachelor that had Matt James? You did tell me that, yes. I remember that. <laughs> How'd it go? Well, I wasn't on the show, as you can see. But I kid you not, I thought I was going to be cast on the show, and I made sure to, like, order outfits that could be worn on the show because it was, like, a very strategic, like, rule of, like, clothes you can bring on the show. Like, it can't have, like, names. It can't have, like, you know, too many prints or patterns or labels. And y'all know I love a good print. So when I got all these little cl clothes... I was not cast in the show, mm -hmm. but it's okay because Matt ended up not being the guy for me. Yeah, that's that's a good way to look at it. So sometimes you just have to like make like your own reality situations, you know? Like I'm like I'll just make my own reality TV show of like me like being in a dating situation. Honestly, you would have been a great bachelor. Tell Bravo, Bravo, Brandon Brooks will make a great bachelor. Just just putting that out there. Oh my God! Well, with it's, that, it is Bravo, right? That's Bravo. No, The Bachelor's on ABC. ABC. Brandon Brooks, Grace, edit that out. Great. <laughs> but Brandon if Bravo, if you want to do your own version of like a Bachelor-type dating show, we, we, I will produce that, and he can be your prototype. Got an idea. We're calling it The Blatchler, and it's only for black people. So. Yes, blackpeoplemeet.com. Um, oh, my God. Speaking of being a good producer. <laughs> what you got? I have to confess. Okay. Confess. So, audience, I told Brandon that he was here to talk about being um, an entrepreneur and, like, his first moving to New York. But I also told him how last season I went on a blind date on the podcast. And this season, this is a blindsided date. Mm -hmm. Brandon, this is a date. This is a date? This is a blindsided date. Okay. Um, me and Brandon have hung out before, but... um. This is technically me making the move. It's 2021. It's 2021. 2021. It's 2021. Women were out here. We're asking people on dates. That's true. And that's what's happening right now. Okay. There was charcuterie before this. He didn't even know. He didn't even know. I was like, you better eat this. And then he was like, I ate before I got here. So this is actually a date. Okay. Um, how are you feeling right now? Are you shocked? How are you feeling? Are you blindsided? I'm feeling the same that I felt when I walked in here. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What's oh, up? He's about to turn up the charm on me. Okay. I'm in so, it. I'm in it. People have called in mm -hmm. with questions okay. that you should ask on first dates. Okay. What are the questions? And Colleen also mentioned an article where she was like, these are like the questions you should ask on like dates. So we're going to go through a couple of them. Let's do it. And then you can shoot back at some and uh, let's just enjoy let's it. See what happens. Absolutely. Okay. Let's do it. Hey, y'all. So, what was your biggest regret in your last relationship? Let me know.
in, sim- in simple terms, just not being honest of how I felt towards relationship. You know what I mean? Because I feel like when you're not honest about things, that leads to a lot of other things. Yeah. You know? Like, um, yeah. And I think that, to me, is like the basis of anything else you do from there is because you were not honest about how you felt. It's all because you felt this type of way. You didn't communicate that. So these things, therefore, happened. You know what I mean? So I think that's that was probably be it for me, for sure. I think I might what echo about yourself? the same sentiment, like the same thing, like being honest, but like, I think I'd be honest with like my emotions. I think (laughs) being completely candid, like I think I was just so eager to want to be in a relationship. And so I was just like willing to just be like, yes, I love this guy. And you know, that's not always the case. Like, you know, you grow to love people. Maybe you didn't love someone so quickly. And I'm like, should I be concerned that he's going to listen to this? But honestly, when I think about it, I'm like, that was an issue in our relationship. I was like, you don't listen to my podcast. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Um, so, you got a valid point there. <laughs> so if you happen to be listening to this, there you go. There you go. <laughs> I just called to say, you should have listened to the entire first season. Hmm. Seriously, you got to support. And if anyone who knows me, you know I'm about the content. Like, if there's anything you should know about me, it's like, I love content. Like, that's why I feel like I'd be like a really good reality TV producer because I see like very situational everyday life moments and I'm like, that's a story right there. Like, I would tune into that. Like, that's content. Like, we're creating content right now. Yeah. I feel like though, at the same time, you, you might not like the, like the superficial aspect of reality TV though. Because even though, like, you, your personality could be great for reality TV. I but what if like I'm on the back end and I'm just producing it and I'm not like, necessarily the star? I feel like I could produce people. I just produced this moment. He thought he was here for one situation. Listen, I already knew that that wasn't going to be the situation because I have friends who've been on this podcast and that's exactly what she does every time. So, <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, I knew what I was stepping into when I got here. <laughs> I was like, just be cool. Just be cool. Bring all your charm. No, but I feel like because you are such, to me at least, you're such an authentic person, like in terms of your energy and like who you are, like as a core person, that like you. I don't oh my know, god, I'm are you flirting with me? <laughs> flirting or telling <laughs> how's it how it is. Some people have different ways of saying things. You know, I'm just telling how it is. Um, that you know what I mean, like your your energy, like your core personality is too. I feel like too authentic to like mesh with reality. Reality shit. Mm. You know what I mean. Because I, when I was there, I was like, yo, like, I like reality TV, too. Like, I want, I could see myself being on a reality show, but, like, at the same time, like, I, I just don't, I can't see myself sacrificing my own, like, intelligence. <laughs> you yeah. know, like, really, that's what it is. Like, sacrifice my own intelligence to, like, just just for the cause of drama. Unless I'm getting, you know what I'm saying? Getting that's paid. not true. I'm not true, paid. baby. Because let's not forget, Bethany Frankel is like the highest earning housewife and bitch mm-hmm. has started multi forms of income through. Who's, she, whose wife is she? <clears throat> that's why she's the best housewife because she was nobody's wife. Okay, okay she was yeah. married to someone for a minute, Love but she married him after she had made a name for herself being single on the show. Love that. Wait, and so she how dr- is she housewife? Is she single? Um, well, you know, most of the time, the housewives, the real housewives, they don't have husbands. They're just kept women. Oh, really? Like, they might have been married once before. They might have just, like, come and took a lot of money. <laughs> I think the only season that I ever watched was New Jersey, because I, you know, obviously Ooh, being from okay. New Jersey, but New Jersey, I think one of them went to jail, right? Or they were like... Yes. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yes. Come on. Oh, my God. I remember that. 
Wow, you're really pulling on my heartstrings right now because New Jersey is probably one of the better franchises. And if you're going to watch the better states, one of the better states. Let's go ahead and say that. Okay. Shout out out to all the Brookses, you know what I'm saying? All the Brookses out there, you know what I'm saying? All the Neils, you know what I'm saying? Um, Shout out to the guy who Uh, ghosted me last season from Jersey City uh, on the last date. uh, Where is he from? At what part? Jersey City. Oh, he's from Jersey City. That's why. I'm talking about Jersey City. Northern Jersey, like where we're sophisticated. So, oh. uh, it was yeah. sophisticated Jersey. Shout out to all my Is family. Is it near like Paramus? Where's Paramus? That sounds like an Avenger. I don't even know what you just said. Just <laughs> <laughs> Paramus is where some of the housewives live. Yeah, I don't know where that is, to be honest with you. All I know is that Morristown, as in Northern Jersey, not Morristown, South Jersey, is the best place. Drop it. On this planet. Morristown, stand up. This is where you zoom in on my eyes. <laughs> We're zooming in on the eyebrows. Shout out to Boris, too. <laughs> All right. What you got? Oh, my God. So next question from another one of our city girls. All right. So, boom. How soon into knowing somebody is it too soon to have sex? One hour, one week, one year? Let us know. Um, depends on when you feel comfortable in doing that. My mom listens to this podcast. I'm going to say, oh, my God. After marriage, duh. Some people still don't feel comfortable. When the Lord says spread them, (laughs) that's when it's okay. The Lord told me to be fruitful and multiply, so I'm taking my rules right there. That's all I'm saying. And in the Bible, he said, after they are wed, they shall spread. When he said wed, I thought that was Wednesday. So (laughs) Every Wednesday, it's on the calendar. Absolutely. I mean, that's probably like a healthy way to keep a relationship, though. Like, you like... As lame as it sounds, like you gotta like keep dates in the calendar, possibly to be like, okay, we gotta get sex on these dates if you want to keep it healthy and fruitful. Is that how you roll? Do you schedule? Like, do you like to schedule things like that? Mm, I don't like to schedule particularly, but in my mind, I have this issue where like sometimes I'm like looking at the clock and I'm like, ooh, I gotta get to bed soon. <laughs> or, or, like, <laughs> I gotta get to bed soon. I'm like thinking about like my daily agenda while it's happening. Yeah. I'm like, maybe you should like be more present and not. That's fair. But you know, that's what I would be thinking as a married woman having sex. As a married woman, of course. The sure. agenda. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's funny because, like, the marriage rate, the divorce rate in the U.S. is, like, 50, 49%, something like that. Oh, it's got to be more, especially since the pandemic. Like, people so are what does the Bible like say about getting married, having sex, and then divorcing? Do you not have sex again until you get married? Is he it a says, one-time deal, or what is it? Clams shall shut until new pearls fall. <laughs> Just, I'm... There's ever any C references in the Bible like that? There might have been. I don't know. So I think you're really cute, but I got a pretty important question. What kind of debt do you have and how much? Okay, so how soon is too soon to ask for a credit score when you're dating? See, for me, I've always had a very insecure relationship when it comes to finances. So I'd be like... Don't even ask me because I just, y'all know, I just started paying for my own shit. I just started paying for rent yesterday. Okay. I've been getting floated for money all my life. So I've been very insecure about that. It's always been a a place of like tension for me in any relationship and by any relationship, the one relationship I've only been in, (laughs) (laughs) I'm not okay with it. But now that I'm like really working to get my credit better. Hence why we've talked about it in episodes of Cohabitation, where they're working on getting their credit better. Um, so I feel like it's like a very important conversation now with people. So I feel like it's a conversation where like, if you know past the second date, this is someone you want to continue to see, 
But I feel like you would ask them by date five. How would you bring it up? I'd be like, oh, God. I don't even know. Wow, that's oof, that's a great that's a great two-part question. How do you bring it up? Oh! And this is because for someone who doesn't like talking about money. Mm-hmm. I'm like just getting comfortable with it. So you'd be like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see your credit karma account. Yeah, what's your... What's your Equifax? Was that the other one? Oh yeah, that's that's one of the reports. But right. um, Credit Karma just uh, a service that helps. I'm not not that I'm boasting, not that I work for Credit Karma because I don't. <laughs> this is that we're not plugging an ad for Credit Karma. But it, uh, unless they want to be a sponsor. Exactly. If you want to be a sponsor? That's really cool. If you want to help reach Black people? We got you. Right. Um. Anyways, yeah. So credit, I use Credit Karma to check my stuff. That and Credit Sesame, of course. I also get my. Equifax and TransUnion, all that good stuff too. I feel like credit, it's like its own relationship in itself. It's like me and my credit, we were always having like an ongoing relationship. It's like she was doing so well. And then, like, most recently, I just checked her. I literally just checked her 24 hours ago. And I was like, wait, why are you acting like this? Mm-hmm. Like, I literally said, why are you acting like this? But it's like, I feel like it's sometimes like my weight, it just fluctuates. But I'm like, but I'm paying off the credit card. Thing. You it's know the, what? Yeah, it's the epitome of the. Of socioeconomics like right like it is annoying and also like fucked up at the same time excuse the language uh fucked up at the same time because you're telling people that hey in order to have good standing with us in order for us to trust you you have to have line of credit for a certain amount of time and paying paying and paying that off even if you can't really necessarily afford to do that we're still not going to consider you trustworthy until you have years of credit history and have a nice credit score so answer the question when would you ask someone about their finances on what date so the thing is when, I would, when do you I, want to know if the girl is being floated by daddy or not i already know by the first date no you do not you don't know if she's being floated by daddy by the first you date. know exactly what people no one would have known i was by your habits yes by by the way you talk by the way what you talk about by what you decide to talk about you can you can actually come up with a lot of information on people so Legit. did you know I was being taken care of? Could yeah, you tell? Oh. absolutely. No way. Absolutely. 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 And it's not a, it's not, a, it's not a bad thing, but I'm saying like you can recognize that at least I... You had to have known my box office job was definitely keeping me afloat in a one-bedroom apartment. Come on. But see that? Like, right. <laughs> just even, even not even talking to you, just that alone, it's like, oh, okay, there's something else. What else is happening here? Unless she's selling <laughs> drugs, like what else is happening here? Well, legit though, like people's habits, what do they spend money on? Do they pay for the check in cash or in credit card? Like, right? Is it a credit card or a debit card? Right. You know, so if you pay attention to these habits, you can definitely learn a lot about people already. You don't have to ask because they're telling you. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're telling you. Observant. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, observant. Absolutely. We already give, as human beings, we already give too much information out. More, more information than we think we're giving, which is why I think it's funny that, like, um, when we have these tech companies, of course, me being a tech guy, I feel a certain way about this. But still, as human beings, we already give out a lot of information on a daily basis to strangers. So when we talk about tech companies like Facebook and Twitter, like, taking our privacy and stuff like that, it's like, motherfucker, you know how many times you've swiped your credit card today? Right. Like, they already have it. Like, you know how many times you, you, how many credit cards you have saved on your Google Pay, on your, you know what I'm saying? Like, too many. On like, your I Apple mean, Pay? Yeah. Come on now. That's not the problem. I mean, I'm definitely like just like bumping my card to like get into like the Metro all the time. Oh my God. What kind of questions do you like to ask on a date? Do you have any questions for me? Um, because you didn't even know that you were going on a date. 
So even, for, even when you're able to prepare. It's the same thing as sales, though. It's literally the same thing as sales. Sales. It is, though. Like Dating is sales? When you're on a first date, you're trying to sell yourself, right? Okay, fair enough. Right? Not sell yourself in a physical sense, but like sell yourself in terms of like, you should go on another date with me. And, this, yeah. and here's why. Right? Yeah. Here are the best things about me. It's like your live Instagram feed. <laughs> Right? You know what I mean? Like, Ooh, that's a good way to put it. This is my legit, Instagram story. Legit. The first date is like all the things, all the great things about me, like all the great, all the cool things about me. Second date's like, okay, some cool-ish things about me. And that's why dating apps are so fraudulent because you only are posting like the highlights about you. Right, exactly. And I'm so superficial. Like I will go through a night and I will be like, when I hit 50 no's on Hinge, then I'll stop. And I hit 50 no's pretty quickly. I'm just like... No, nope, not interested. So Hinge can't sponsor this podcast. No, Hinge can't, can't do that. But Ship, if you want to sponsor this podcast, I'd be more than happy <laughs> because I feel like I've had a better success with Ship than I have with Hinge. What is Ship? Ship is the app where your friends do the swiping for you. Oh, where? Yes. So like your friends go in there and they're like, I think this is the guy for you. And then it shows up on your feed and you're like, okay. Yeah. So the last guy I went on a date with on the podcast was picked out by one of my friends. Okay. I thought it was like a really good, I was like, I would have never picked him out. So she picked That's him out That's an interesting business model idea, yeah. And when I met him, I was like, I thought it was really interesting that I met you on this app because I feel like it's very like um, female based because mm -hmm. what guys want to swipe for their friends? And he was like, oh Plenty. no. Plenty he was like, like he was like, he was like, there's a feature where you do actually, your friends don't have to swipe for you. And I was like, oh, I didn't even realize that. So does a guy know that you your friends swipe for you without you telling him? Yeah, I told him. I was like, I was like, my friend found you for oh, me. Without you telling him, like on the app, does it say like this oh, person's no. friend swiped for you? Okay. But on the app, it does tell you to be like, your friend has vetted for you for like twenty minutes. So it looks like they've been like searching for you for oh, twenty shit. minutes. Oh shit! Okay, okay. Yeah. That's so like they, they vetted for you. Um, I feel like if a guy is on there, you're already smart. You're like, there's an influx of women on this app. So mm -hmm. gentlemen. My 40% audience of men, if you're listening, sign up for the app, bitches. Um, they're not a sponsor, but I feel like you might have like better hope with them. Because it's, it's like basically like attending CFC. If anyone wants to know anything about College of Charleston, there's a surplus of women to men at the College of Charleston. Brandon? Yeah, it was like seven to like one. Yeah. <laughs> seven, maybe seven to three. Seven to three. Yeah, yeah. Seven, seven women to three dudes uh, when I was a freshman. And at College of Charleston, the girls... Most girls like dressed like the nines. Like they will come to like a nine a.m. class looking pretty cute. It's definitely a particular vibe for sure. But you know, I was not one of those girls. I was showing up to dance class in a leotard and looking like I was supposed to be an extra in Flash Dance, the remake. <laughs> it was, I was a vibe. Okay. <laughs> but look at you now, right? Yeah, look right. Look at me now. So I think questions for, that I would ask probably. Um, I'm more interested like in, in what people are, what their ideal lifestyle is. It's kind of like, it's kind of rephrasing the, the word of like what your ideal like job is. Cause I hate the word job. Job is very much of like, you're enslaved to this particular description and blah, gotcha. blah, blah. So, it's a box. Right. Right. So yeah. for me, it's like a lifestyle. Like what do you like foresee as your particular lifestyle? Is it waking up and going, working for a Fortune 500 company who does this, this, and this, and teaching yoga classes at night. You know what I'm saying? Love that. Or hosting dinner parties. You know what I'm saying? Things like that. You know what I mean? Because I feel like that to me, I hate small talk, and that to me is a way to get past the bullshit and just be like, okay, cool. This is what you're interested in. I've learned a lot by your your answer of if I would ever be interested in you, and we could stop the state now, or we could keep going. You know what I mean? Like, you know, because no part of your ideal day that ended up with outdoor rock climbing do I want to be a part of. 
but also y'all i'm not against it like if any dude is listening to this and you like to do outdoor rock climbing like i'm, I'm not against it. I, i'm pretty good at bouldering i do v2s you never been rock climbing before mm-hmm. okay i'm just saying it's fine it's a good workout too yeah i literally just applied for a rock climbing gym position recently um y'all didn't call me back uh but yeah that's probably probably my, my number one question i ask otherwise it's like based off of those answers i'll that's whatever it is. Lifestyle. Okay. And of course, so music style as well. Like you music. go first. You answer your own question first, and then I'll go. Lifestyle? Yeah. Um, waking up in the morning and being like, okay, cool. Everything that I have on my schedule to do is because I want to do it. Mm. Period. Right? Like, And then that includes uh, running a tech company, right? Um, okay. Also managing music artists and having some sort of creative outlet for me to play drums as well. I think with those three things, I'm pretty sure I'd be fulfilled. Of course, with like working out and things like that, I would love to get back into like Muay Thai and kickboxing. And Muay Thai? Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah, Muay Thai. I, I studied Muay Thai for a little bit. Um, you guys know I've been on a boxing journey. <laughs> Actually, I've this her dude corrected my form. Her form is not the greatest, but it's okay. We're working on it. We're working on it. She's, you know, she's getting better. But then he was like, your arms are not supposed to be like It's a health breath. hazard. You don't want to break your wrist. You don't want to break your wrist. Look, I got weak wrists, Brandon. I have a weak wrist. Right, I do. so don't punch people like this. Like, you don't, <laughs> that's not how you punch people. That's not, that's not how you punch people. It. It's okay. It's okay. The fact that you're trying, the fact that you're trying is all that matters. You got it. Yeah, yeah. It's giving like fossy wrists. But yeah, that's probably, my, that's probably what I would ask, honestly. What about yourself? Um, okay, so to answer your question about my lifestyle, I would probably like wake up and do like some kind of like fun physical activity. Like it'd be like therapeutic recreation. And maybe I possibly teach it sometimes. Okay. Like I would love the idea of being able to teach it, but like also I'm not like a regular teacher because I don't like being um I don't like being obligated to like being a teacher for something every day. Like I could never be a like shout out to all the mother effing teachers out here that you get up every morning at that same time, Monday through Friday, and you see those same kids and you do that thing. Like, wow. Like, especially to like the young teachers out there, especially all the teachers who've been doing it during the pandemic. Like, I'm just like, wow, good for you. I can't do that. Even when I was like a dance teacher, y'all, even when I do a musical and the musical has like a 30 day run, I feel like I'm about to lose my mind doing the same thing and seeing the same people every day. Like that gets to me. So with that being said, I couldn't do the same thing every day. So I would do like some kind of therapeutic recreation, yoga, boxing, cardio dancing. Maybe I'm the teacher, maybe I'm not. Every morning, maybe I have a personal trainer who comes to the house. And then after that, I have like a cute breakfast, but it's like a working breakfast because I have like my best thoughts in the morning. So I'm like working through like creative writing, content, and then by lunch, it's like a power lunch. Like I'm meeting up with like some girlfriends or my man. But even the power lunch is like still like creative focus. But at the same time, it's not a burden. Like I don't want to be able to talk about our creative ideas to feel like a burden of like work. Like we're always like, oh, we're always just trying to like produce something new. I want it to be fun. Like I just want it to be like, oh my God, this came to me. Let's talk through it. So, you know, a power lunch like that. And then by evening, I'm prepared for a dinner party or some kind of fun happy hour where I'm going to collect all my collective creative friends or some sort like that. Whatever might be like my writer's room or my actors, whatever project I'm working on that. Like it's like a, co- a collective meetup that happens in the evening. Mm. And then that evening, everything is clean. My housekeeper does it. And then either I masturbate or my <laughs> husband takes care of me or my lover. And that would be like 
ideal day. And then I'll wake up and do it all over again. But, you know, if I'm flying to Paris to do it. So you want to have a lot of money, basically? I'm going to have a lot of money. Gotcha. All right. <laughs> no. I'm going to. Like, right. just wait till this shit monetizes. Come on, y'all. Tell your mama, your friends, and everyone else to subscribe so we can monetize this shit. Thank you. Bye. So this is one of the revenue streams. This could be one of the revenue streams. What about any other revenue streams you're trying to adapt to the next year to get to that goal? Stay that's, tuned. That's a lot of money. <laughs> Talk about it. No, 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 no. Talk about it. You're not gonna sit there no. and just ask me questions. You guys know this is this is. It's not a one-sided thing. This has always been a passion project of mine, and you actually and you know about cohabitation. So mm -hmm. here we go. So cohabitation has been like a long-working thing. We actually wrote cohabitation in 2018, and we didn't start recording it until 2020. And when we came back to it, we were like, "Wow, mm -hmm. there's content here." Um. Brandon actually manages Manny, who we all know is in the show. Uh, and do you actually listen to the podcast? Have you ever listened to an episode? I have, actually. I actually listened to probably one of the earlier ones, to be honest with you. He's already off to a great start. He's listened to the episode. As a matter of fact, you know what, Grace? Roll the clip. Let's let everyone else listen to another episode. <laughs> You know we go back like four flats on Cadillacs And this rent, uh, we might not be paying that Still a whole lot of love, 843 is where we at Let me tell you what's the buzz, kick back and relax oh, It's like. always a good time, just you and I Airwaves on your station, cohabitation Hello, eavesdroppers, and welcome to another episode of Cohabitation. Allow me to set the stage. It's a little after 7 o'clock on a Tuesday night, and Raquel and Brendan are cozied up on the living room couch, eating takeout Indian food from Sambar, and watching Family Feud. Monique is hysterically laughing on the phone as she exits her bedroom to enter the living room. Her laughter turns into snorting as she sits crisscross applesauce right in front of the TV. Monique stares at Brendan and Raquel's Indian food on the living room coffee table and brings her phone call to an end. <laughs> okay, girl. Okay, okay. All right. Bye. <laughs> Why didn't y'all get me something to eat? I'm so hungry and you know this. Oh, here. I have plenty of spiced veggies and naan. Oh, awesome. I'll take some of both. And Brendan? I already share my house with you. I'm not sharing my curry. Ugh, whatever. It doesn't look good anyway. Plus, I hate curry. Monique moves from the floor to hover over the coffee table of food to take a bite of Raquel's non-bread. She begins pacing the living room out of pleasure for the bread. You know that feeling when that food is just so good and you just gotta do a little dance about it. Mm, this is good. Where y'all order from? Sandbar. <laughs> the couple so flirtatiously true. laughs and sink over how cute they are for answering in unison. <laughs> Honestly. I mean, like, come on. I wonder how long they're going to think this is really cute. Jesus. I can't with y'all. Have we found a new roommate yet? I actually did just get a response. I wanted to wait until we were all together to read it. Yeah, yeah same. I, uh, I got an inquiry earlier today, but... I was too busy to look at it. Let me, uh... Brendan looks around the living room for his cell phone to find it sitting in the crease of the couch. 
He thumbs through his phone to find the Craigslist response. Okay, here we go. Brendan stands up as if he's about to give a presentation and begins to read the reply out loud. <clears throat> to whom it may concern, my name is Joseph Caldwell III. Ooh, he already sounds too white. Mm-hmm. Retweet. Brendan rolls his eyes as he lets out a deep sigh and continues reading. <laughs> and I'm contacting you in regards to the room for rent posted on the internet. I believe I'd be the ideal candidate for this roommate position. A few things to know about me. I'm 37 years old, originally from Wilmington, Delaware. I've lived in Charleston for about five years now working in finance. Uh-uh, uh-uh, red flag. How can you work in finance and still not have money for your own place? I, it doesn't check out. Brendan's eyes roll to the back of his head because his aggravation with Monique's ignorant comment is just too much for this man to handle. <laughs> he continues to read. In addition to working in finance, I'm also the local food truck owner of Little Dickie's Hot Dogs. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll need to park my food truck outside the house from time to time, so I hope that's okay. Oh, shit. I love Little Dickie's Hot Dogs. We're getting free weenies. I refuse to allow this white carnivore to park his weenie mobile outside our house. This is a meat-free, cruelty-free... Speak for yourself, girl. BTW, palmetto cheese, is it vegan-friendly, Rocky? What? What the hell, babe? That's why we have vegan cheese. You you sound like a hypocrite. Okay, just cut me some slack. We ran out of the vegan stuff and I was so stoned and had the munchies. It's just one time. Finish reading. Mm-hmm. So now at this point, Brenton is completely annoyed by the girls. He inhales and exhales several times before he can continue where he left off in the response. All right. <clears throat> My girlfriend, Mia, has her own place, but she may occasionally sleep over at the house with me, but trust She's super chill. Oh, I've heard this one before. That's code for she'll be living in his room rent-free. What makes you think that? You literally said the same thing about me when we were renting a room three years ago in Asheville. And what happened? I was there all the time. I ended up moving in rent-free. Can I just finish this presentation? I mean, reading this response. <laughs> Carry on your presentation, you little crybaby. Shut up, Mo. Where was I? All right. With all that being said, I look forward to hearing back from you. I'm hoping I could come by the house sometime this week to take a tour of the room. Attached is my contact info and social media outlets. Regards, Joseph. Whoa, pump your brakes, Jojo the Third, trying to tour our place as if we like you. Do we like him? Hell no. Rocky gets up from the couch, walks across the living room to the makeshift bookshelf, and lights several incense and candles to calm her nerves. She inhales and lets out a deep breath while holding a crystal to her chest. Um, Brendan gives Rocky side eye for being so overdramatic, but she is always dramatic, right? I mean, you'd think he'd be used to it by now. Yeah. Anyway, he's out. The food truck would ruin my landscaping. You know I've been working with a new fertilizer on the front lawn, so I can't have any interference. Also... The girlfriend thing threw me for a loop. You know, the more I think about it, the more you remind me of Stanley from the movie Friday. Will you guys just stay off my lot? <laughs> anyway, Rocky, read the response you got. Okay, one sec. Rocky, who's technologically challenged, begins to thumb through her iPhone 5. Now, you remember that MacBook circa 2002 from episode 1? There's a reason it collected dust in the corner. As Rocky is thumbing through her phone, she stumbles through several apps before finding and reading the Craigslist response that's been shared to Facebook. Hi, I saw your Facebook post and I'm very interested in the room for rent. 
Is it a solid $600 a month or is there wiggle room in there? Wiggle room? $600 is a standard price for a 200 square foot bedroom downtown and internet and cable are included. I should be charging $800. They tripping. But I'm going to let you finish reading. I'm a single female currently in grad school for marine biology. Ooh, I'm only looking to rent until I finish the semester. I'm super private and usually work and go to school throughout the day. I'm not much of a partier and I prefer quiet places. Oh, hell no. She's out. I can't turn up with her in my house. My house. And you know she actually may be a good fit. Keep reading, babe. Um, how about no? We already agreed on a gay guy, so until we come across someone remotely close, we're just gonna pass on all these chicks. Okay, babe? Boom. Honestly, the little Dickies weenies guy would have had a better shot. Isn't Lil Dicky a rapper's name? <laughs> no way. That's a god-awful rap name. No, it, it definitely is. I'll bet you like $10 it is. <gasps> okay, come on. Bet. What happened to the good old days when rappers had classic names like Ghostface Killer, Nas, Tupac, Biggie, Puff Daddy, P. Diddy. I mean, he's had a couple of name changes there, but oh, Young Jeezy, DMX, <laughs> Eminem, Ludacris. Rocky circles the living room as she continues to list popular rappers circa 1995 to 2004. Brendan scans the living room looking for his phone, and again, he finds it stuck in the crease of the couch. As Brendan starts to Google rapper Little Dicky, he receives a notification. Brendan releases a nervous laugh. Lula! <laughs> so, uh, I, I, I got another response on the room. Rocky is still listing rappers. Lil Wayne, T.I., 50 Cent, The Fresh Prince. Hell yeah, even Will Smith was rapping. He had some hits in there. Na, 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 getting jiggy with. It's Renee. Oh, shit. You want to hit this? Mo is sitting in the Lazy Boy as she releases a large bong kit and gestures the bong towards Rocky. Like your ex, Renee? Yes, girl. Like his ex, Renee. Shut, Shut up, up, Mo. Mo lets out a burst of laughter because of their response in unison. <laughs> Not so cute now. Stupid unison couple talk. Get on my thing. Rocky releases a deep breath oh. as she begins to recite a mantra several times to soothe herself. I can only control my reaction. I can only control my reaction. I can only control my reaction. Mo, pass me the bubbler. Rocky is now holding the bong as she takes a massive inhale. She walks over to meet Brendan face to face and blows the smoke directly at him. Read the response, <clears throat> Brendan. He begins to cough from the smoke of the bong flowing straight to his eyeballs. That's okay, babe. Uh, you know what? We don't even need to read it. Forget it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, cuz you heard her. Read the response, Brendan. I can only control my reaction. I can only control my... Okay, so, like, here's a quick sip of the tea. Rocky is a total girl's girl feminist and is, like, all about empowering and uplifting women, but there is only one trick who can ruffle Rocky's feathers like this. And that, my friends, is Brendan's ex, Renee. And Renee did what Rocky will never be able to do. Take Brendan's virginity. And Rocky is still salty because she was not the one to deflower Brendan eight years ago, and therefore she sees Renee as a chastity thief to this day. To this day! Please read the response, my love. She said forcefully. 
babe, let it be known. I didn't do anything. I'm innocent. Brendan's eyes scan the living room again, searching for his phone. Rocky abruptly interrupts his search. It's right there. It's always right there. She says, pointing to the phone in the crease of the couch where it always falls. I mean, come on, man. Oh, yeah. (laughs) He places his sweaty thumb on the home button of his iPhone 8 to unlock the screen. He slowly pulls the response up to read aloud. Hey B, it's Renee. Thanks again for reaching out and sharing that ad with me. I'm so desperate that at this point I'd pretty much live anywhere. Oh, 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 she's desperate, all right. Desperate for the D from B. <clears throat> Continue. Brendan clears his throat and continues to read. I'm good to pay the deposit in the first month ASAP. You know firsthand that I'm a clean and considerate roommate. I look forward to catching up with you. Tell Rock and Mo I say hey. You don't value your life, do you? Thanks for reaching out? Really, Brendan? You reached out to that woman? Correction. I know you don't value your life. You've got to be the dumbest motherfuckers I have ever met. Babe, babe, it was all business. You already know this. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just trying to get this room filled. Okay. So you thought it was a good idea to have a thief live in our house? Good night, Brendan. What did I tell you? Chastity thief! Rocky begins to exit the living room to make her way to the bedroom. Brendan gets up from the couch and starts to follow her so they can talk in private about what just happened. No, no, no. I said good night. Rocky is now clutching a giant rose quartz crystal to her chest for anxiety relief. You've done enough reaching out for today, okay? You can sleep out here in the living room. Come on, babe, let's at least talk about it. Damn! Oh, she can't be messed up if she think I'm about to sleep out here. This is my house too, damn it! Brendan sinks back into the living room couch. Monique is now hovering over the coffee table in front of the couch, eating the rest of Brendan's curry and Rocky's non. Another. But girl, you won't believe what just happened. Okay. So you know my cousin, right? Brendan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. Brendan, pass me the remote. A marathon and love and hip hop Miami is on. Okay, so girl, anyway, like I was saying. Brendan continues to sink back into the couch as he tunes out everyone. Mo is multitasking between grabbing the remote control and eating the rest of the leftover Indian food. And we're left with the sounds of Rocky's meditative, deep-breathing exercises that can be heard from down the hall. I will not cut a bitch! Home. Will Brendan ever learn to stop putting his foot in his mouth? Home. Will Mo ever pay for anything? No. And will Raquel ever find peace as this search for a new housemate continues? Home. We'll find out. Join us next time on Cohabitation.